What up, guys? Your boy Quake. We're back with a brand new episode of the Diverse Mentality Podcast, number 105. 105 is your boy Vito. You already know what it is. And um, this dude's taunting me, so I'm on water only, like I told you guys. Uh, I know y'all hating on me right now. This guy's now. drinking an energy drink. I'm not going to say the product name, but I'll cover it with your hand. Uh, <laughs> I am covering then my fuck whole man. hand. Let's just go get it. <laughs> nah, there's, two, there's one for me and you, man. What? Hey, man. Nah, no, there isn't. There's only one. We can share it. So we fight. Let's, let's fight outside for it. No, it's <laughs> not. You can I know. It's like fucking gorillas and shit. <laughs> <laughs> like we're in the jungle <laughs> for one fight. Fighting for bread. Yeah, exactly. So refreshing. You guys nah, man, Look, you're a German folk. You can have <laughs> half. You do the first half, and I don't Dude, I'm not. I'm not getting I'll tempted. I'm a wife. week in. You guys are turning no, into the attic. I'll take your back wife. <laughs> nah, this guy. I'm not. So refreshing. Is, he's, he's taunting an attic right now. This is illegal, technically. Watermelon. So it's like a crack addict love crack one? smoking right in front yeah, of Yeah, guys. Anyways, yeah, I'm off. Like I said, I'm off those drinks right now for the whole week. I've actually been feeling a lot better, so it's a lot better for my I body. I have to wait two more days. Skin's looking a lot better, too. A lot of the acne, little, I don't even have acne that much, but like little dots are going away that I normally have. No shit. Yeah. are glowing. Wow. I mean, you get dude, I go the one way. gallon of water every single day you're drinking. That's, that's going to affect your nails, your skin, everything. Makes everything better. Shit. Your blood flow, my blood flow is, I got more energy. So I'm sure this end of next week, I'm going to feel 10 times better. Because <laughs> oh usually within two weeks, is after the two weeks, you feel like way fucking better. Like a, you feel like a new a person. A million dollars. Yeah. So, yeah. A million, 1.5. I don't skinny Exactly. Ties. So I encourage everybody, do a 30-day water only thing. Sorry, guys, for effing this up. Yeah, this uh, guy's taunting right. us with. But uh, we have some sad news to report. Um College Kid. So if you guys know the platform College Kid, it was hip-hop blog that I believe I started seeing around 2014. And it was very notable, very respectful, too. Uh, it never caught headlines of just reporting false things. And it was never about clickbait. Um, mm -hmm. Unfortunately, one of the owners, which is one of the brothers, uh, has passed away from COVID-19. His name is Rayshon uh, Autry. Um, his twin brother, Rich Autry, is also... Um, in the hospital for COVID. So hopefully he doesn't pass away because that sucks. A twin brother passing away. Wow. COVID. And usually it's, if you're a twin, don't you have like the same genetic, almost damn near the same genetics? Yeah. Probably. So hopefully nothing happens to him, but they were like, if you go on their social media, they, they didn't post like, they usually post every single day because it's, it's a platform, media platform, news platform. They have in a couple of days. Yeah. No, they haven't for like two months. Two months. Sick. Yeah. October 29th was like the last Wow. Time. So they've been out that long. Yeah. So, COVID is no joke. Um, yeah. He, he has an Instagram following with 1.2 million followers and over 371,000 YouTube subscribers. So, yeah, he created Huge. a great, great platform. Uh, Vlad even said, man, this news about the co-owner of College Kid dying from COVID really, really hit close as a fellow media outlet. He looks like he's maybe 30 years old, and I've never met either of those guys, but they have a page that I've been checking daily for years. They have much props that's yeah, this is my problem that. though. This is my problem. Why didn't Vlad ever give him props when he was alive? I don't know if he did because he said I've been, I've never met those That's guys. That's a good question. Yeah. Yeah, it's like when people die, they're like, oh yeah, dude, I used to fuck with this platform. Like, nah, Vlad's big enough to where he should have brought them on their platform to get interviewed, like he does with Say Cheese and No Jumper. Yeah, that would have been nice. Yeah, just yeah. interview him, show love. But yeah, it's sad, man. Especially we're the we're a media platform, mm -hmm. so you know to have a fellow uh, media platform guy pass away. Uh, definitely sucks. This reminds me of the news of um, that guy in Chicago that got killed that was doing a lot of uh, interviews. I forget what his platform was. How long has he been doing this for? 
10, oh, 2014 was like when I saw him. I don't know. He's probably been around for a while. Oh, okay. Since 2014, I remember I, I was seeing him. Nice. So, yeah, they built a great platform. Rest in peace to... Uh, yeah, rest in peace. Rayshon Autry. I think and when people okay. die and they give them props, people will come out of nowhere and like, oh, my God. You know, like like Nipsey, for example. Mm-hmm. People like, you know, they wrote his coat or whatever that, the coattail or whatever the saying goes. But I think it's because, uh, you know, they're no, no longer a threat. They're no longer a competition, you know? So it's like... Yeah. I mean, A, it's the right thing to do. You always got to say something good about the dead. But yeah, you're right. I think it, there's an element of business to it where you can't give someone props. Where Yeah, you said saying I was checking daily at their page for years. So it's like, come on, bro. You like you knew their platform. At least be like, yo, they got a dope platform over there. You know? One little story on your Instagram. Well, something like, hey, shout out to you guys. Or yeah, he does, yeah. he's done that for two other people. It's Adam22 and No Jumper. Because Adam 22s technically just as big as vlad if not bigger and then say cheese who's starting to grow and we actually got a video of his from charleston white yeah. responded to kevin gates um but yeah it's i mean it could be that he did something to him with him privately man yeah we don't know i'm just yeah. I'm saying i don't know, you know but i've never heard him never ever came out me. shout out i haven't gotten a co-sign from any fucking platform no no jumper no vlad academics none of these guys have ever said Yo, and I, I'm and I'm pretty sure I'm yeah. bigger than some of these YouTubers that they shouted out before. So it's like, but I, I get it. You know, it's it's politics. It's whatever. Fuck you guys. Yeah. Wanna, you know, competition. It's, it's the game. Competition. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know what I have planned and what they got planned is two totally different things. So it's all I can say is I found my lane and I'm sticking to it. So uh, rest peace to Betty White too, man. Rest Legendary man. Yeah. Legendary woman. I was like, damn, um, crazy, crazy. Um, I don't know why the fuck I was clapping because you were clapping. I started clapping. Why <laughs> no, am I clapping? No, I didn't clap. I was like <laughs> this guy. No, like you started clapping. I studied. That's what you did. <laughs> really? Come on, man. <laughs> but oh, anyway, she lived a full life. That's why I'm clapping. <laughs> yes. 99 years old. So, Who the fuck lives till 99? Not a lot of people I, do. I don't know. Exactly. My grandma didn't Queen make Elizabeth. it huh? to 99. Queen Elizabeth? Yeah. How old is she right now? It's 100 and something. I don't know. Holy she's, like, she's like 90 something. You know what people are saying? They hey, gave Chuck Grassley from Iowa is like 93. Jeez. And he's still a governor. Are you are you fucking kidding me right now? I swear to God, look it up, bro. Get these old people out yeah, of politics. Why is he still? That guy's probably dementia and thinking it's World War II right now. <laughs> he's leading the fucking uh, Iowa. Like, what is going on, bro? I don't know, man. Uh, he's just he's been in Senate since uh, seventy four. Jesus, are you serious, bro? You <laughs> dude, no, I swear to God, dude, I've never heard of some shit. That, no, no, there has to be. I swear, man. The next president needs to put a law in where it's like, hey, if you're sixty years old, you're done. It's finished. No, nah, that's ridiculous, bro. 94? Like, at 94, I'd be seeing things and thinking I'm going to sending to the next life at that point. Like, that's too old, bro. That's insane. Yeah, man. You, your that's yeah, too brain old. doesn't function yeah. the way it should anymore. Anyways. Yeah, it's just, hey, yeah. shout out to him, though. He's, yeah. helped, he's yeah, helping Shout out, out right to him, man. 104? 104? What? What'd you say? He's helping me out. He's helping me out. No, you said 102 to somebody. What did you what? say? Oh, that? no. Queen Elizabeth, I don't know how old she is. Oh. I can look it up real quick, but like she's like 90-something, man. She's like 98, I swear. Jeez. Gotta Bro, be she like fought in World War II. Like, she was a nurse or something. Yeah, so Betty yeah, Betty White had some history like that where she was in the... Military, or that's something right. Like that. Yeah, yeah. There are the army, U.S. Army posted about her like days before she passed away. No, a lot of like in the history books we talk about colonization yeah. and all this stuff. It's just like she's yeah. ninety five. She's ninety five. Yeah, it's yeah. like, dude, like the Queen of England. Yeah, she is literally the <laughs> colonizer. She literally colonized these states where we think about. You know, yeah. So, I don't know how we're gotten. We're talking about Queen Elizabeth and politics. No, just old. Uh, yeah, yeah. 
But yeah, Betty White, 99, she, what people are saying is the People magazine that she had celebrating she's about to turn 100 because she was about to turn 100 years old in about three weeks. They're saying that People magazine where she celebrated, they caught, she caught an evil eye. <laughs> oh I'm like, come on, guys. If you guys know what the evil eye, it's like somebody like, I don't know how to explain it. It's like somebody putting negative energy. Bad juju. You. Yeah. Negative energy towards you. With, with So, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, she had a People magazine. She's like, I feel great. I feel amazing. And then just passed away. So who knows how she passed away? I guess we're going to find that That's out. That's got to be the weirdest shit. That's crazy. Yeah, she literally did an interview you weeks You feel before. amazing, good. And yeah, I mean, she is. She lives a full life. Let's say yeah, that. yeah, no, no. That's, I, I think if, yeah. if you live over 70, man, 75. I think over 80. I think if you live over 80. Yeah, if you live over 80. You, yeah, I think over I, 80. I you live from a lot life. of people, when they say, like, once they're always in the 60s, 70s, they'd be like. Yeah, but a I lot think, of people just, you know, that I met old people, they're like, it's over, man. No, nah, I think I think by seventy, I'd be like, okay, let me get into that, and then. Yeah, at that age, you got to start like detaching from yeah. the world, you know. Yeah. And it's slim. Yeah. We talk about it. But oh, they don't care. It's old people in locker rooms with balls hanging. They don't give a shit. Yeah. They're detached from everything. <laughs> detached. Yeah. Oh, you never seen? You never seen some detached. balls? <laughs> <laughs> I think they're attached to his gravity. <laughs> Are they long and big? <laughs> he said gravity. <laughs> Grabbing it? <laughs> Gravity, bro. Oh, I think he's <laughs> grabbing it. I was like, what the fuck? No, nah, I grabbing swear. Balls. I swear they don't care, bro. They don't, don't care. Oh, Dude, this podcast is off to a <laughs> yeah, <start>. Horrible. <laughs> this, is Weird happens, start. this is what happens when we don't have caffeine. <laughs> exactly. Just random caffeine keeps us aligned. This is horrible. Um, so I was like I was talking about uh, when you weren't here on the podcast, we we're talking about Kevin Gates, how he responded mm. to Charleston White. Charleston White was making fun of him getting molested. And it was like, hey, he's acting weird now. And then Kevin Gates made a video responding, you know, I am off drugs. I'm a whole different person. And I love you and this and that. He responded with love. Right. So Charleston White responded to that. And as we predicted, I know Tefila was saying this uh, on the episode, the only way you can respond is by admitting you're wrong. And that's exactly what he did. So I want to play clips of this guy. I know, it's, I know uh, Shea Cheese will copyright it, but I want to play a little they bit. They will? I think so. I'll have to see if I can get in contact with Sean, but um, they'll definitely let me actually get this on the uh, roadcaster. I just want to play a little bit of it just because it's very, very um, pleased with the way this turned out. And I wish more beefs in hip hop would turn out this way where somebody says something negative and somebody responds with love. And then the guy's like, listen, man, I was wrong. That would help so much more. And, and you know, instead of, Oh, fuck you, fuck you. And then it just gets to violence and then, you know, people right. get killed. And no, I agree with that 100%. So this was beautifully handled. Two grown men. One was in the wrong, admitted he was in the wrong. And uh, there's no other way, you know, now they're probably, they're probably cool or they're just not going to converse like that. But let me play a little bit of this. Kevin Gates, uh, he responded to you. Give us the whole rundown from the. What, what did you even say to make him acknowledge you? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> uh, I said something about, uh, you know, ever since he came out, you know, and talked about him being molested, that he'd been acting funny. He ain't the same Kevin Gates no more. Uh, and it was pretty, uh, it was pretty fucked up. Let me just say that. You know, my delivery part of it, right? Uh, which... In my mind, homie, we get to say whatever we want about politicians, right? We can call them horrible people, say all type of things about politicians. We can say anything about the big-time celebrities. So in my mind, we can say anything about rappers. They rappers, homie. They got some of the most horrible lyrics, 
He done been seen kicking women in the head, you know, on stage and all kind of shit, right? So, uh, so these is tough guys in my mind that can take what I'm saying. Yeah, man, I, nigga, we, we, I, I don't see myself as a celebrity, right? I'm a regular nigga talking about celebrities. Who pays a regular nigga attention who talking about celebrities, right? But celebrities is paying me attention. So when that nigga made that video, homie, something in my spirit made me feel like a horrible person when I heard what he said. Because keep in mind, I'm attacking this rapper. I'm attacking this rapper, Kevin Gates, the rapper. Nigga, when he made that video, he, he addressed me from the man point. Yeah, if I am different, here's why. I don't drink no more. I'm this, this, and that. I'm free. I'm whoopty woo woo woo. So nigga, he didn't address me in, in rap mode. That nigga came to me in, in a way, uh, uh, you, you know how they say uh, 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 love conquers hate? Yeah, that nigga came to me with love, homie, and conquered me, nigga. I'm talking about boom, boom, body rock me. Had he not came any other way, homie, it would have. He couldn't have got that response out of me, homie. Oh, that nigga made me feel like a horrible person. Yeah, 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 nigga. So, uh, man, I apologize to you, my nigga. Uh, yeah, I apologize. I always tell people. So yeah, yeah, that's uh, Kevin Gates. Yeah, man, he's he's completely changed. I expected that from him, Kevin Gates. Yeah, come up to him in that way. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he's, he does not entertain. Even NBA yeah. Youngboy when he was. I mean, he, he was, does. I think he does hear a little bit, you know. No, he has as much. No, yeah, he lately, has yeah, he I can't. I can't think of the last yeah. two years. No, that's true, true. Two years, last two years, he has entertained nothing. NBA Youngboy. Sometimes boy. on Instagram, he'd be wild, though. He'd be saying some live when say? he goes. When he goes live, you know, he'll just say some crazy shit. I mean, he's not disrespectful. I don't think he's disrespectful. Yeah. Like an artist specifically. You're probably no, just definitely. talking. Yeah. But, I mean, I'm glad that he admitted it, that he was wrong. Yeah, took it like a man. He said exactly. he conquered him, and that's exactly the only only way Made you him can feel bad. Yeah, that's the only way you can, you know. At that point, you just got to admit you're wrong. Because if, you, if you come back with some bullshit again, it's like, okay, now you're just a loser and just an idiot that just yeah. wants to start shit. Straight so, up. I wish, like like I was saying, I wish more things would turn like this. I left that in the comments on this video. Um, I wish situations would turn like that better. It'd be a lot better for. And that a lot of in the UK, a lot of hip hop rappers they'll diss each other, full blown. And it'll never end in violence. They'll end in be like, listen, that was a great b battle rap that we had. Yeah. That's it. That's good. Because sometimes it's just battle rap, man. It's not anything personal. Like sometimes, it, it, unless they start bringing in like kids and stuff like that, you're a rapper. You're a public figure. People are going to talk shit. Um, and if they disrespect your rapping ability or anything like that in terms of your career, it is what it is. As long as they're not going as far as disrespecting family and right. things that, like not, that have nothing to do with the situation. That's where it goes too far. But if it's just like, yo, you fucking suck at rapping or just schooling him on that type of way, then no, nah, there should be never any issues. But in yeah, American hip hop, it's yeah, way as a rapper, worse. You got to be prepared for this shit because it's going to come at you. Well, That's the thing. We missed the art form of MCs, of people actually battling. That's what we're missing. That doesn't happen anymore. Now it's like, fuck you, I'm going to kill you just because you dissed me. That's how it turns out now. But in, or even, it's making fun of the dead. Even in the early 2000s, it was like that a little bit. What do you mean? Some, some of the beefs and shit. No, I mean, rap. They were going, then when hip-hop started, going. it was about battle rap. That's all it was. Right. Once Tupac and all the Suge yeah. Knight, West Coast, it yeah. started turning into about violence, like legit violence. 
Yeah. Now there was a little bit of violence here and there, but it was rare. It was like salt. I think so it small. picked up from that, and then no, then it just got yeah. ten million times, and then fifty came in and just fucking was doing jaw rule shit. And they're dealing with street shit, shootings, mm-hmm. and the Jimmy henchman, and you know, then it just got worse. And now like rappers are just laughing about dead people. It's all yeah, that's crazy. so it's even worse now. It just keeps escalating to the point where it's I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen next. I wouldn't be surprised if somebody records a music video of him going to shoot somebody in the head and they record it. Like I wouldn't be that 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 wouldn't wouldn't shock me if I saw that. You know, I hope it doesn't get that far, but um, this is the way you should handle situations, though. I agree. Uh, Draco the ruler. So, Draco, I need to stop saying that. It's Draco. You guys yeah. check me on that. Draco yeah. the ruler. It's not Draco. I keep, keep saying that. I don't know why. Draco, Draco the ruler. Uh, murder investigation stalled by lack of witnesses. So, people just basically not snitching. Uh, Draco the ruler was killed when someone stabbed him in the neck backstage at Once Upon a Time in LA Festival on December 18th. Law enforcement is working hard on the case to bring Draco's killers to justice. However, they're hitting a hell of a roadblock. According to a report by TMZ, detectives working on Draco murder case are having a hard time with witnesses because no one wants to talk. That makes things complicated, and investigators have been using surveillance cameras and social media footage to figure out who was behind the fatal stabbing. Since people aren't talking, detectives are looking at the murder of Slim 400, an associate of YG, whose name was brought up after Draco's murder. To see if there's any relation to the case. That's interesting. Uh, there's no official connection between the two murders, but police aren't ignoring the possibility of retaliation. They don't even know who's the killer yet? No, that's that's literally what this article is That's crazy. About. How is that possible? I mean, they're looking <laughs> at surveillance. And it's hard to tell, man. Surveillance footage doesn't... Surveillance isn't wow. really that good footage. Nobody's opening their mouth. Yeah, nobody's snitching. and It's street shit, man. Yeah. The Slim 400 getting killed, and then like literally a week later, Draco gets killed. Damn. Um, so I don't know if there's connection between the two, but I don't, I don't rule out the possibility of there being a connection. That's why police are even looking into it. Cause yeah, it's just a messed up situation. Hopefully there's some, uh, resolvement in this and his mom can get some peace yeah. out of the situation. Definitely. Um, the game. So I've been recovering this fucking sexual assault the law game. forever. What's man. going on with the game? The game just needs to file bankruptcy and just move on from the situation. Game. Listen, what is he wait. doing? Seriously, he's accused of blowing off the same $7 million lawsuit court hearing yet again. This guy's blown off this court hearing probably four or five times. Um, so he's not really building a great case for himself. Um, and now the uh, the woman, Priscilla Rainey, whatever her name is, um, she's we talked about season, how uh, she sees in the cameo appearances that he's doing. He made around $20,000. let us go over the article. Um, I wonder why the lawyer hasn't brought it up yet. What lawyer? Like if he's got a lawyer in this situation like you know like i'm sure he has a personal i mean he lost the case already he owes that seven million yeah but it's just a tough time of her getting it she keeps taking him to court to try but i think if you file bankruptcy it's even tougher yeah so she has to like once you file bankruptcy they're like hey we'll just we can only give you whatever the hundred hundred thousand that's it yeah because of bankruptcy yeah the game has reportedly disregarded another court hearing related to his alleged sexual assault and it's going to cost him according to documents obtained by radar online a Los Angeles Superior Court judge granted a motion filed by accuser Priscilla Rainey to seize the California rapper's profits from Cameo, a website that allows celebrities to turn a profit by making custom videos for fans. Uh, Rainey's motion states the game has made around $20,000 on Cameo from October 29th, 2020 to January 28th, 2021, with financial records confirming he indeed transferred 19000 from the site. The statement shows the 42-year-old made multiple videos a day and would even clear over a grand some days. The judgment debitor apparently created a new company 
account to deposit his income and what appears to be concerted concerted uh, attempt to hinder or delay plaintiff's judgment enforcement efforts, Rainey's attorney said. The judgment was awarded to Rainey as part of her civil trial against the game who was accused of sexual assault in her in 2016 on the set of his VH1 reality dating show, She's Got Game. Claimed the game arrived at a date high and forcefully reached his hand inside her dress to rub her you-know-what and buttocks during dinner. Um, so the game has continuously denied the accusations, previously referring to Rainey as a thirsty Gatorade mascot of a transvestite. She's, <laughs> that is a game's got a way with words, man. He definitely has a way with words. Yeah, he does. When he, yeah, when he, yeah, he does. when he dissed Sean Kingston at the time, he said, yeah. you twinkie smuggling fat motherfuckers. Like, Jesus, yeah, he's good this guy's, yeah, he knows how to call people out with words. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I mean, game's blowing this shit off. He honestly deserves that lawsuit. Like, don't blow this shit off. This is serious shit. Seven million dollars. That's not anything light, man. No, hell no. I don't care how much money you're making. A seven million dollar lawsuit is something you do not blow off. So game just is mad that she has a case that she's presenting and he's probably just like, fuck this bitch. I don't want to pay her. Um but the best way to avoid this is just you can't just keep he keeps creating these LLCs and funneling through like different LLCs. One's called F twelve and Associates. Like fuck twelve police and associates LLC. How is he even allowed to open that like that? No, just F twelve. People don't. People don't like. They don't. Yeah. Well, I get. Yeah, I guess I could see it's not a problem. But yeah, he's he's just. That's all he's doing. He's just creating <laughs> LLCs, trying to funnel money through other things, and claiming that he has no uh, businesses and he puts them through whack one hundred. He puts them through family members. Um, it's just too much work. It's like, dude, just file bankruptcy. Even people are gonna look at you like the people that are uneducated. They're gonna be like, you're broke. You have no money. You're bankrupt, blah, blah, blah. They don't know what the fuck they're talking about. Most people don't even know business 101. So they're just going to be like, he's broke. Who gives a shit what the public says at that point? It's like, seriously. Yeah. 50 filed it. Donald Trump. A lot of fucking people have filed bankruptcy and it's not a big deal. You know, it depends on what chapter you're filing too. So, um, yeah, there's chapter seven and chapter 11 and chapter, I believe it's chapter 11. Too. Yeah. I, I believe, uh, that one of them is like, you're not broke. You're just re reassessing your finances. So. Um, this was interesting. Narda Wick. If you guys don't know who Narda Wick is, he's the guy who made the hit record, Who Won't Smoke With Me. Who Won't Smoke With Me. Um, this interview pissed me off. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't like, I didn't like this interview. I didn't like what was, how this interview was, was done. And some, some people responded to me on Twitter when I said I didn't like it. Um, was it some, just, was it just the questions they were asking him? Somebody said that they were asking him some It was just dumb. Face, quick, stupid questions. Yeah. Very stupid. And Big Facts Podcast. I enjoy their podcast. They got some pretty decent podcast episodes. Um, but this was just blatantly stupid. And they, they should have caught themselves and been like, okay, something's off right here. So let me find the video so I can play it for you guys. I was done December 30th. So let me get to that that moment. Who wants smoke with me? By the way, you got a good song. I'm going to do it. Like, I was just looking at it like, I go rob a nigga and get a lot this much. Why would I go to work? For a week, you feel me? Yeah, for real. Yeah. Some niggas ain't good robbers, so they, you know, got to stick to the night. They might be better at working a job than robbing. Yeah. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense when you think about it. Nah, I mean, but you got to think, yeah, for real. Like, if I go do this to somebody and get $7,000, $5,000. In like 20 minutes. Yeah. Less than that. Before I'm gonna do all, go to work. Go two hundred dollars for a week. <laughs> two weeks to make five hundred dollars. But hell no. Nah. But but how much? How much? <laughs> I feel you. Like if you don't want to do no, you feel so me? do it. Like I was just 
Like it's the comment of saying, um, yeah, it makes sense. Like it's like encouraging in yeah, a way. It's like, exactly. why the fuck would you say like, that? But should have been like there's one person that responded to me and was like, it's not their responsibility to like instill, you know, stuff in the artist. If that's what they're saying, you just kind of agree with it. Me personally, I wouldn't. If the artist was saying that, I'd be like, that's dumb because you're going to end up in jail and dumb shit. You're going to ruin your whole yeah, life. Yeah, but if you say that, then it just becomes a awkward. No, I mean, like, you're just being honest. Yeah, if, yeah. if an artist, like if, I, if he was that's there what, and he said the exact same thing to me, yeah. I'd be like, that's a dumb way of looking at it, man. And if he if he got mad and got up and left, I'd be like, okay, cool. Like, I don't, I don't, no, I don't no, not, for, yeah. I'm not relying on you. I don't need you to be here. Like, you, and that's the thing a lot of artists, that's, that's the problem with a lot of these platforms is they, they act like they need these fucking artists to, to survive. Like, no, you don't, bro. A lot of these media platforms, look at academics. This is where I give academics proud. He said, fuck all these guys. I don't really need these fucking guys to create a platform. Yeah. If you don't fuck with me, you don't fuck with me. Fuck it. Straight Same up. with Vlad. Now he's starting to do that. And that's the thing. Like, we have, we have power too. It's like, we can control a narrative. We can twist a whole narrative and make it something different. So it's like, you know, don't be an asshole about it. I, I'll just be like, I, I want to be a dick to him about it and be like, yo, you're a dumbass for doing for saying that. I'll just be like, listen, I think that's not a cool thing to say. I'll be like, the route, the better route would be, you know, yeah. building your life up. But here's the, the props. That's why I was mad about Big Facts prod, uh, podcast was that it's kind of like insinuating and kind of being like, oh, let's, yeah, that's okay to do that. Nardo Wick, though, responded to it and owned up to the fact that it was wrong what he said. And that's what I give him props for. Mm. Uh, he released that's a good. statement saying, I'm not trying to influence nobody to go rob nobody. They asked a question about my past and I answered it. That's what I was doing when I was 15, 16 years old, a product of my environment. My mama had just came home from prison and it was a hard time for us and we ain't have nothing. I would never tell or try to convince a young black man or anyone period to crash out. I changed my life and started taking rapping seriously because I knew that I wouldn't make it if I kept doing what I was doing. There's nothing wrong with the job. Robin ain't cool at all, and I ain't trying to make it seem cool. I was speaking on past events, what I was doing, when, what I was doing, young and dumb. I changed for the better and learned from my mistakes. Y'all stay focused and chase y'all dreams. Yeah, but he should have said that in the interview, man. That's another thing too. I mean, but sometimes people realize they made a mistake on what they said. They just didn't say it at the moment. Because the problem is, this interview is going to spread more than that statement. Exactly. So <laughs> that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I didn't like how the big facts, they were like, kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm like, come on, man. Nah, bro, they should have, they're a lot older, they've been in the industry yeah. a lot longer, you know, like, you could say, be like, hey, nah, man, that's not cool to be saying that. But. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's not. No, it's, it's, I agree with you. That, like, uh, if you would have said that in front of me, um, I would have been like, okay, man, yeah, you can get 20,000 or 5,000, 7,000, whatever the amount of money is in a short amount of time. But then there is also a risk where you can get shot on the way there. You can there's a lot yeah. you can go to jail for all a grand. Kinds. You know, like is it really worth it's five thousand dollars like not only losing your life, but going to jail, ruining your like whole credit like yeah. There's a reason why these structures are in place, man, and there's a lot of different avenues in just robbing people. Besides, who wants to be friends with a robber? No one does. Exactly. So, yeah. Like I mean a lot of people work hard for the shit, man. You're over here just taking it from what they you look like a loser then. Yeah. No, I'm glad he released that statement though to clear it up. But the Big Facts podcast, I wasn't happy with that. That they should have and they they were clowning young Buck and Buck was on there and they were just trolling the shit out of him. And I told the man, I was like, Bro, you take Buck to there, but you don't take him over here where we actually Straight appreciate up. him. It's just like that's what I'm saying. Like a lot of these You actually told him? Yeah, I told his man, I was like, You guys took Good. him to Big Facts podcast where they were yeah. shitting on him and he was like, Yeah, I recognize that. He was he like, did? But yeah, he Good. was like I'm, I'm you know, yeah. So yeah, that's what that's I mean. It's like Take them to platforms where we appreciate them. We try to, 
you know, uh, help in situations and not ha 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 yeah man robin's cool like that ain't the fucking way to do things but they're the type of people to literally like you know i I don't know them too personally so i can't attack them yeah we're not like just in general people like that that just like you know they say hollywood is fake because there's all these fake friends around you just trying to encourage you and do this and that Mm -hmm. but at the end of the day man like they really don't care what happens to you you know you're just a story that is one million percent so like that's the problem and like it just shows you the it speaks more about that type of environment than. Yeah, I would you know. never. No, nah, man, I don't care how big of a platform we get. If an artist comes in there and says something like that. Well, the thing is, a lot of these platforms are trying to get this stuff out of you, like trying to get this bad stuff because it just makes them, you know, more popular, more viewed, more. They, they don't care what happens to you. or whatever. I mean, they're asking about his past. Yeah, yeah. It, it, you can ask about somebody's past and whatever they want to talk about. Yeah, that's yeah, on yeah. them. So that's all they did. They just asked about his past. He told them he was a robber. But then when he said, hey, I'd rather rob than get a job, that's where I would have been like, okay, you know what? Nah, man, that's not cool. Don't don't yeah. don't put that out there. It's not good for you to it's not gonna look good for you too. You know, this is when song. he would have said that, I would have said exactly what Tofili said. Yeah. So I mean, whatever. I just that's I wanted to talk about it because it just when I saw that clip, it just kind of pissed me off the way they were like Straight encouraging the, the situation. But yeah, like I mean, it's not their job, like you said, they're just a story. So I mean, some people don't give a shit at all. That's the difference by a lot of different platforms. I burned my grandmother's house down. Yeah, I just killed somebody. Give, yeah, they yeah, don't like, really care, bro. That's crazy, bro. Uh, Kodak Black, unfortunately, is back into trouble. He got arrested on New Year's Eve. Kodak. The, come on, man. Kodak's got a record right now, and he's it might violate his parole, so hopefully it doesn't do yeah, that. But Kodak, good. Uh, lawyer says, claims it's all misunderstanding, so let's go over the article. Uh, okay. Kodak was given a second chance when Donald Trump commuted his prison sentence last January and his way out of the Oval Office. Not long after completing a 90-day rehab stint, the Florida native was reportedly back behind bars on New Year's Eve. According to TMZ, Kodak Black was arrested near Pompano Beach on a misdemeanor trespassing charge. But Kodak's attorney, Bradford Cohen, claims it's all a misunderstanding. In anticipation of the holiday, Kodak Kodak went to his old Green Acres neighborhood to meet up with some friends and pay off Christmas credit card debt five local families somehow the Broward County Sheriff's Office got word Kodak was in the area and local police soon showed up to arrest the rapper explaining he was in violation of a cease and desist letter from the local housing authority the letter was issued in September oh this is when he delivered those 100 uh, air conditioning units which is ridiculous you're going to helping out in a fucking neighborhood and the 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 land property owner there is like get the fuck out why are you giving out free AC like units and yes. helping people out that's how fucked up some people are he had a cease and desist letter from the local housing authority. Um, it was issued in September uh, uh, to the Golden Acres Project's residents that summer, which was housing authority didn't condone. Straight up haters. Uh, they accused Kodak Black of creating disturbances <laughs> while playing a music video and playing loud music. I mean, even if he was playing loud music, you couldn't let him slide after giving 100 AC units. It's like, come on, bro. It's small shit, man. Yeah. It's not that loud. It's not that big of a deal. Um, so Kodak then followed that up, of course, with the news. He said he vows to stay out of the hood following the latest arrest. Um, he said, let's see here. I'm actually probably going to play the video. Yeah, let me play the video. That's good, man. I think he should stay out of that shit. Yeah, a lot of Nothing rappers get trouble, killed. Man. Yeah. Nothing but trouble. It's like even when you try to do good, you get screwed over. Yeah. You know? like, Sometimes, no matter yeah. what he does, like. I'd be pissed, bro. Yeah. I'd be fucking pissed. 
you know what, stay out the hood. You know what I'm saying? Because everything that I was trying to do, I always keep the hood in my midst. I always instead of sliding back through the hood, I don't need to be through that, homie. I don't need to be through that. But how can you tell a nigga who really from the streets, really like doing this shit, really did my shit out here, niggas know what the fuck going on with me, homie. A nigga can't never bash me, never say, oh, I can't come back to the hood. Never gonna say, Oh yeah, he ain't never been he ain't been back to the hood in a long time. Oh never gonna try me, never gonna what you call it. But all that shit that over with, you know homie. I so yeah. That's that's another thing. It's a pride thing too. A lot of these artists sometimes they'll say, yo, you can't come back to the hood because now you're rich, you're this and that. We're gonna check you and blah blah blah. I've heard that from so many artists. So that's why a lot of artists they get tricked and they go back there and keep showing their face there because they wanna point point uh prove a point that they can go there. Mm-hmm. And that's why that lot of them get killed because fifty. Yeah. They would say that fifty too. They'd be like, "Yo, you can't come back to Queens." And he was like, "I don't give a fuck." He's like, "I'm already made." He's like, "Why would I go back there? What's the reason for me yeah. to go back there?" He would show up here and there, do Thanksgivings or small things, but he would never go back. And um, yeah, I just remember a lot of artists would get that. Like, you can't come back to the. You can't come. Jay Z that would say that too. A lot of people. Um, yeah, man. Call that keep that mentality and just stay away from it. Yeah, help from a distance. Seriously, man. that's all you can it's, do right now. Ain't gonna, it's always gonna get you into trouble. Nothing. Get you killed, probably, too. So. Yep. Uh, Lil Xan. So if you guys haven't heard of Lil Xan in forever, right? I know you guys haven't. This guy's falling off the face of the earth. But there's a good reason for that. And which I don't know if there's there's a good reason to fall off. That makes any sense. Some artists fall off, and it's actually a good reason, because they get off drugs, they get their life together, and that's exactly what Lil Xan's doing. Uh, good. He had a drug addiction, checked into rehab, cleared himself out of that drug addiction, um, and now I think he's looking back to getting into music. So congrats to him, Lil yes. Zan. Uh, it's a good story. Um, but he's accusing rapper Stat Quo, who was, shined, who was signed at one point at Shady Records. Um, he was the manager of Lil Zan. He accused him of supplying him with the same prescription drugs that almost killed him. As the story started to travel on Thursday, uh, Zan felt compelled to further explain why he decided to out Stat Quo with a, following, a follow-up Instagram post. He said, so the story kept you know coming out, and he posted a long video explaining. He says, so glad I could finally bring this story to light. And I, uh, let me see. And I'm putting 100% of the blame on him. He said, am I putting? He's put and. This is what I'm saying. Rappers don't know how to spell sometimes. He put and I putting. It's am I putting 100% of the blame on him? No. I was a drug addict. How could I? I'm telling you that he was doing nothing but speeding up my drug use by supplying my very pills that could have killed me. Yes, I'm making this public because I know in my heart this happens way too often. It's how we end up losing some of the greatest artists way too young. These people must uh, answer for their crimes. I remember days on tour, my security would have to check on me to see if I was still breathing. But as long as I was medicated enough to get on stage and make that bag for me and the team, everything was all good. LOL, what a joke. Now, um, Adam22 from No Jumper responded and said, listen, I've been around you. Statco is not supplying you with that. Don't put Statco's name in there disrespecting him. Lozando responded to that and said, I have receipts, text messages of him, um, ordering drugs for him, stuff like that. Now, this is a problem because, like, a drug addict is like, if you don't supply him with drugs, you know, that can be a whole problem. They can get into, uh, what is that cycle where your body starts to shut down because you're not used to the drugs anymore? Like, you can't, you have to slowly get off drugs. You can't just automatically get off drugs. Yeah, so um, then 
what's another problem? The problem is like if you don't give them the drugs, they obviously don't want to do the performances. They don't want to do their job. Um, they think you're not a real friend. Yeah. They kick you out of their team. It's a tough situation. Yeah. So it's like, you, you know, a lot with a drug addict type of situation, you know, it's very a slippery slope, man. Even with DMX, it was a slippery slope. A lot of these artists, like back and forth, back and forth. Um, yeah, you have to really know how to work this shit, like really get this person out of it, not just slowly. completely cut it off and completely, you know. Some people it works that way, but a lot does not. It's hard to quit cold turkey because your body, yeah. your body definitely has a bad reaction to it. Mm-hmm. You know, you can you can almost die. I think even even in rehab oh, centers, yeah. they in rehab centers they give you a little bit. Like if you're let's just say you're addicted to cocaine, they'll take you to rehab center. They have cocaine there, and they'll give you like. Like, let's say you take it every day. They'll give it to you every other day. Then they'll give it to you every other three days. And then eventually you're just off it completely because your body starts to get used to a little bit less and less of it. I didn't know that. Yeah, so, um, yeah. Uh. No, it's uh, it's the case. Well, two things. Like, well, that's the drug regulations definitely need, need to be changed in America. Like, in Europe, you have drug testing centers where if you get a random pill, you can submit it anonymous, anonymous, anonymously. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they test it for you to see if there's any impurities, yada, yada, any harmful things. And then more importantly, you have those like heroin centers, opioid centers that where, like you said, doctors will bring you in and ask you like, hey, we got free heroin. However, do you want to get off of it? And most people want to get off of it. And then they put them on a plan and then give them pills that kind of, um, there's, it's kind of to like, uh, uh, not like, the pills kind of make them not want to take the drugs. I forgot the kind of yeah. flushes it out of yeah, our, like yeah. like uh, gets the that need to get you know to get not do the drugs. But remember the back in the day, man, when Little Wayne and uh, his uh, manager um, Cortez Bryant, yeah, mm-hmm. like uh, at one point I remember seeing a documentary where Bryant, uh, his Little Wayne's manager, was saying like like Little Wayne is like yelling at him for like not getting him lean. Yeah. I'm messing this up a little bit, but yeah. it was like something to do with like drugs or like. And yeah. then Brian was like literally crying at one point. He was like, because he like loves Little Wayne, but he was like he's trying to help him, and Little Wayne did not see it that way. Yeah, that's right. what I'm saying. That's yeah. the problem. It's like they think they think you're doing harm to them by not giving them their drugs. Yeah, that's it's but tough. it's not. You yeah, know, it's you're trying to help them out. Yeah, be in that position. So like that. I would love to get Stack Co up here if you ever did an interview and just talk about this. But um, yeah, this it's a sticky situation. I want to blame Stack Co. I don't think he takes full of blame, even if he was buying him drugs. I think he was doing it to try to mitigate the situation and not make it too bad and maybe he's ordering less of it who knows um but or, an addict is an addict maybe these labels do that man to control people like to control these rappers sometimes not into like some weird conspiracy no i'm just saying like sometimes they do i mean yeah that know? could be true but a lot of these rappers they're already fucked up before, before they even become it's famous it's like That's they're fair. already juice yeah. world was talking about he's 12 13 yeah getting into drugs already before he was That's famous fair. Yeah. so it's like you know now you're coming into and the guy what's his name uh dr cohen i think is his name um, record label found DMX and now he has YouTube music. He was like, listen, if you're on drugs and I meet you as an artist, he's like, I'm not supplying that. He's like, I'm not signing you. See, okay, that's different. You know, like yeah. you're you're literally a crack addict. He's like, I'm not gonna supply you. <laughs> yeah. Like like you're literally that. He's like, I'm not gonna give you money so you I can fund your death. He was like, That's not gonna happen. He's like, you either clean up, you come to my label again with better music or whatever. Yeah, they have great music, but he's like, come to my label, clean up sober and focus. He's like, then I'll give you your money for your label situation, whatever you want. Because like you're just gonna spend it on drugs, you're just gonna fuck it off, and you're gonna die eventually. You know what, man? Now that you say that, it makes what I said kind of sound stupid. Because you're right; it is an investment. Why would he want to ruin your investment? You know? Yeah. Now, now, granted, some artists on drugs they do better. 
So I can understand some labels like Kid Cudi when he got off weed, all of a sudden his music was ass. <laughs> a lot of people are saying that. I'm not saying I'm not saying get back on drugs or anything. Uh, yeah. I don't encourage that because I know Eminem. Even people getting on Eminem when he got off drugs, all of a sudden his music's ass. Yeah. Where people are saying, but I don't encourage that at all. But sometimes that that could be a conspiracy theory that's true because yeah. a lot of these artists do better on drugs. You know, they need it to to, to make better music to get into that mindset. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I could both. I I, I depends on the person, I guess. Whoever's signing. Person's a piece of shit. They won't care. What did Law say when he came and did the interview? He's like, not every label's for every artist. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah. At that point. Yeah. yeah. That ain't the fucking label to go to if they're encouraging your drug use. Definitely ain't the label to go to. So, um, yeah. Well, I'll keep updated on this and see if Stat Quo says anything because I want Stat Quo's side of the story. He hasn't said anything on it yet. Um, the 2021 wrap-up. Um, this is the song that gets dropped at the end of the year. Every year, um... And it's uh, it was originally created by Skills, the rapper Skills. He started doing it, but then Uncle Murder took it over. And now it's like kind of Uncle Murder's thing. But Skills announced his, and he said, this is the last one he's doing. He said, that's it for me, y'all, and even 20. So he did it for 20 years. And if you know me, you know trolling ain't me. I'm too old for that. All I ask, that this time next year, you respect my decision. Thanks for everything. Couldn't I have done it without y'all. The end of an era. So Skills has officially retired from the 2021 wrap-up. And I think the reason why he did is because Uncle Murder took it over and now Uncle Murder is getting way more attention for it than Skills because Skills, like he said, I don't troll. Uncle Murder is definitely trolling a lot of this shit. Um, on his 2020 wrap-up, he predicts Lil Nas X will die of AIDS. He slanders Tyler, the creator, makes fun of Freddie Gibbs getting beat up. Freddie Gibbs responds to that. Uh, he just goes in on everybody. He wraps up the 2021 the whole year and uh, shits on a lot of people and just talks about stories that happen. So in some of the bars, he said... Lil Nas, is gonna, Lil Nas X gonna catch AIDS and die like Easy e Hope the LGBTQ community don't cancel me like they tried to stop the baby from getting paid when he was talking about how they'd be giving each other AIDS. They hated on Dave Chappelle but couldn't stop him. Netflix was like, if you don't like it, don't watch him. Uh, Bill Cosby came home. Glad he's doing well. Honestly, I thought Bill was gonna die in jail, which I don't know. He said, who the fuck's be listening to Tyler Crater's music? That's what DJ Khaled said. I know you don't like losing. How he get the number one album over Khaled when he be out here Tossing other guys' salads. Jeez. <laughs> the disrespect is... I can't even go into the more of these ladies. Murder! Yeah, this is like... Uncle Murder is very tied into the streets, so nobody's really going to do shit. Honestly, a lot of people just kind of got to take this at the chin. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, oh, uh, yeah. Uh, he talks about a lot of different shit, but it's a 14-minute song, so if you guys want to check yeah. it, almost 15 minutes. Yeah, to wrap up the whole year, yeah. it takes a lot of time. Freddie Gibbs responded to it, though. And, um, of course he would. Yeah, he said, so many New York rappers are on my dick right now. I can't wait to go to y'all city and show y'all how to sell it out. He said, NYC should be ashamed of y'all. None of you guys uh, rapping guys, uh, none of y'all rapping ass guys. Uh, this is my shit now. He claimed in New York. And then he said, he, he quoted that, those uh, posts on Instagram. He said, sold out show too, bitch. Thanks, boo. So, yeah, he doesn't give a fuck as long as he's selling out shows. Speaking of New York, Blueface is claiming the throne in New York. I think you mentioned that. Really? Yeah, you mentioned that. You were the one talking about that on the post. Blueface? Yeah. He posted a, uh, claims New York. He posted a, on a billboard. Um, I can't for something. Literally, you just, you just were talking about it before we started the podcast. For real? Yeah, you, on the post. You were just talking about it. <laughs> I don't remember. For real? Okay, yeah. let, me, let, me find that. let me find the article. Uh, Blueface, uh, New York. Blueface billboard. Billboard in New York. 
Where the fuck is this at? I was just looking at it. But yeah, Blueface basically put up a billboard promoting his upcoming music. And then he said, who's the face of, like, I'm the face of New York on the billboard, is what he said. Now, this is shit back then when, like, Snoop Dogg was kicking down the New York uh, towers and shit for his music video and claiming he's the king of New York. This is the shit that people got shot and killed for. So, let me find, I gotta find the actual billboard. If I find the billboard, I just gotta get a quote for quote. But that's basically what it was. Like, who's the... Who's the face of New York now or some shit like that? Because blue face, you know, playing off with the name, all that stuff. Um, Interesting. I don't know. I mean, to be honest with you right now, since Pop Smoke died, there is a few artists that are doing their thing, but Pop Smoke was the one that was carrying the torch. So New York doesn't really have like a leader anymore. Fabio Foreign is doing good. A Boogie with the Hoodie is doing all right. Nick, I mean, Cardi B, Nicki Minaj. Cardi B, I mean, obviously. Cardi B would be the... Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. There's, like, Possible was like once in a generation. That guy's going to skyrocket, was going to put New York on his fucking back. Yeah, yeah. You know, like, that was, it was solidified at that point. Once he blew up, it was like, okay, this is the guy that's from New York for the next 10 years at least. And then he dies, so it's like, what, like, who's the next person? So. Waiting. Yeah, I cannot find this. Um, yeah, neither. You were literally just talking about on on this website. Um, yeah, I swear I you're, swear you're, to you're God, just talking about it. I know you're Are just you talking serious? About uh, yeah. yeah, you did not hear you. You don't, I'm sometimes tripping. you don't even remember what you'd be talking about. I swear, I'm tripping, bro. I swear. Anyways, it was, yeah, let me see if I can find it on one of these social media platforms. Yes, there you go. It wasn't Blueface, it was Blueface Ray. So it's a different rapper, not Blueface, but Blueface Ray. He said, calls himself. The face of the city on NYC Billboard. You literally were talking about on Hip Hop DX, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, so on there, he put, "Who's the face of your city?" With promotion to his album, Blueface Ray, which is a fucking that's a dope ass um, that's a dope ass billboard, man. And that that's gonna cause controversy. Obviously, people already responded to it. And, uh, I thought it was um, it's Babyface Ray. Why the fuck did Babyf- I say Blueface? Yeah, oh, you guys are crazy. <laughs> Baby, I mean, regardless, you Blue- mentioned it. Yeah, you yeah, didn't yeah. say anything about. It. You still mentioned it. Babyface Ray. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, he, he put the billboard up there. Um, he's a Detroit rapper, so I'm surprised. If oh, for the Detroit guy. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. now. Okay. I was like, what the f-? I mean, I thought you remember because of the billboard, who's the face of the city. I was like, maybe that will chime. Yeah, yeah. Because I was like, how can he say it? Not Eminem. Like, but, uh, yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So, what I guess. So, this guy's a Detroit rapper, and I think... Usually Eminem uh, works with every Detroit rapper, so I gotta check this guy out. I don't know this guy's music, Babyface Ray. So Detroit rapper Babyface Ray, yep, yeah. So yeah, I'll this check him guy. out. Yeah, I don't know nothing about this guy to be honest. Never yeah, that's what I'm him. saying. So we definitely gotta check him out. But maybe he's the new hot thing in Detroit. Yeah, we we're just talking about how Detroit's economy and place is just messed up. Now I remember the story. Yeah, we, that's how we tied it into that. Then yeah, yeah. I mean, ever since yeah. the recession. It just never recovered. Yeah, I'm surprised Eminem is not doing more to help out. This guy bought an NFT for $500,000. A bored ape, whatever. Like, why are everybody buying these apes? Why? What is this NFT so special about? Yeah, I see I, them I really all over now. I'm seeing yeah. Lil Baby put his profile. I'm seeing all these people. Maybe yeah. humans now are just becoming digital apes. Okay. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Terrible. How, why would you spend half a million dollars on an NFT ape? Well, it depends on like that rarity, like how 
It just looks like Eminem. The hat, the, the shirt. Like if you look at the fucking like if you put it up on the video when you do it on YouTube, Shit. it's literally like it looks like Eminem. That's why he bought it. And the guy that created it was so happy. He was like, "Dude, Eminem bought my thing." He's like, "Thank you, Marshall, whatever." So yeah, it's right here. This is the eight. Let me show you guys. Yes. That's it. <laughs> so he, he bought that for half a million dollars. What the? F- <laughs> I mean, think about it, man. He can probably sell that right now for a fuck for a million <laughs> easily over. I think three x easy. Yeah, but damn, it's just like that. I think the reason why he bought that is because imagine Eminem. that's the future, man. Buying like someone else's profile that pick. You know, like Jay Z's, like Jay Z's so image right now. But you like can imagine just screenshot else. that shit and use it. But like, imagine what's, actually owning it though. But what stops me from? You could screenshot it, but it's not as cool as like owning. It. It's like owning a piece of art. You know, you can like yeah, take a picture like a of an art. Yeah, but an art is physical. Off. Like I can enjoy it in my house. I have the original art. True, in my and house. I can take, I can scan a picture of an art, right? An yeah. art piece, mm-hmm. print it off, and hang it up in my wall. But it's not the same thing when it comes from the original owner. You know, I know that in physical terms, but in yeah. digital, it's like. What's the? I mean, it's the same concept, but like you own digitally. Digi- yeah. yeah, in fact, I just, it's, I it's yeah. Huh? I don't think it's. I. I think it's some it's shady, shady shit. <laughs> shady. Yeah, right. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I. I just. I want to spend half a million, uh, even if I was a billionaire. I just. I just wouldn't see the value in that. I don't. Unless it was an investment that I knew I was gonna get my money out of, and I was like, all right, you know, half a million, put it into. But you know, it's probably like the project. It's not just the one NFT he has. You know. Yeah, the guy is like a. It's like a website called uh, Board Apes Yacht yeah. Club or some shit like that. Takeoff man, he released an NFT. Uh, it's called Apes in Space. Yeah, and, yeah, um, I heard of it. It's the same thing. Like they have a collection, you know. So, uh, who knows? Eminem could have made a deal with him, saying like, "Hey, man, I'll buy this from you." However, the five hundred thousand is also going from. I get twenty percent of the sales from any of the other ones you sell or something like that. Yeah, it could have been a business deal. Yeah, maybe to use their platform to do some futuristic. And maybe yeah, maybe he wants to get into that space. He liked the guy's design, and now he works for him. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's possible. That's crazy though, because Eminem likes that art shit. No, he's always like, yeah, that. he's always drawing like the Rio album. Yeah, no, he's always been talented in drawing. Yeah, so. he loves it. I don't know. We'll we'll keep. And then we got to get NFTs. All of them. Yeah, I want to make some for the podcast down the line. Whatever, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, album sales. Adele's killing it once again, man. Uh, Over 100,000. Yeah, number one, 105,000 copies sold. Michael Bubble, Christmas album, number two, at 58,000 copies sold. Taylor Swift, Red, Taylor's version. Uh, speaking of Taylor Swift, um, this is a remake of her album, by the way. It's number three, 47,000 copies. But speaking of Taylor Swift, guess who tied Taylor Swift with the same amount of Hot 100 entries. Dirk. Yeah. Lil Dirk is on a level with Taylor Swift in 2021. That is priceless. That is, I I wasn't even expecting that. I was expecting Dirk to blow up. But if you were to say, hey, he's he accomplished something the same as Taylor Swift, I would have been like, there's no way. I just Taylor Swift is like a whole, yeah. you know, like, you know how many records different. she sells? Look at this. This is a fucking re-recording of an album. This shit's already platinum. Like that. But like she's not, yeah. she's coming off her hotness, so to speak, and he's coming up in his hotness, you know. So it's. I mean, like, Dirk's been around. Like for she's a on while. her way down, and she's on. His, he's on his way up in popularity. So. That's debatable. I think Taylor Swift. I, I don't there. think it's an even kind of. Yeah. Uh, comparison. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, Dirk is 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 hitting a prime that's way different than when he was before, when he was popping in 2013. He was popping, but like he was in the streets popping. He wasn't popping like in pop world. 
Yeah. So. Still, like you said, he's from the streets and mainstream pop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like you're competing with mainstream America now. Like that's pretty damn impressive. So yeah, seeing that, I have to give him props. Another round of applause. Yeah, that's, that's tied Taylor Swift for the most hot 100 Box. entries. Um, number four, Nat Cole, King Cole, Christmas song at 47,000 copies as well. Number five, Morgan Wallen, Dangerous, the double album. This is that song with uh, Morgan Wallen. It's a song that they did with Lil Durk, that country song. He actually said he wants to do music with Kendrick Lamar and Moneybag Yo. So that's that's down the line. I'm sure Morgan Wallen is going to get into more hip-hop. Gangs. So that's a good you know, shout-out to him for saying that. And I don't know if they can make some music together. That'll be interesting. Moneybag Yo is going to do it because he's from Memphis. Moneybag, Moneybag. You know, just kind of makes the connection. Nashville, whatever. I thought he's from Atlanta. No, he's from no, That's Memphis. what's up, man. Yeah. yeah. Memphis. Yo Gotti signed a lot of Memphis artists that were there. Yeah, he signed a Yo Gotti. Yeah. Got um, Borg, uh, Mariah Carey, Merry Christmas album, number six, 43,000 copies. Olivia Rodrigo, Sour, number seven, 43,000 copies. Uh, Vince Gallardo Trio, Charlie Brown, Christmas, number eight, 41,000 copies. Bill Spector, Christmas Gift for You, number nine, 40,000 copies. Juice World Fighting Demons, number 10, with 39,000 copies. Uh, Drake Certified Lover Boy went up. Uh, to number 12 with 36,000 copies. Uh, let's go here. Doja Cat, Planet Hers, number 16 with 33,000 copies. Um, Polo G Hall of Fame, number 19 with 30,000 copies. Polo. Roddy Rich, Live Life Fast. This went from number 4 to 25. This is falling off the charts quick. Damn. Uh, with 24,000 copies. Young Boy and Birdman from the Bayou, Bayou, however you pronounce it, 26 with 23,000 copies. Nas Magic debuted at number 28 with 22,000 copies. Now, I've seen people talk shit about this, but to be honest with you, no promotion, random release. And on top of that, this guy's longevity has been way longer than 90% of artists. So this is good enough. You know, a lot of people expecting, oh, he's going to do 100,000 every single time he drops. No, nah, that's not how things go, guys. Uh, with that longevity, 99% of artists would trade their whole careers to be where Nas is at. So, Damn. yeah, that's because a lot of these artists, one, two, three albums, if they're lucky, three albums in, they fall the fuck off and never sell units ever again. They don't even register on SoundScan. At least he's registering on SoundScan. When you don't register on SoundScan like Rick Ross and do double plastic, <laughs> then you got a problem. Oh, <laughs> Richer than I ever been. Richard. <laughs> that is a good one. No, I'm not, yeah. I'm not shitting on that. Makes me feel <laughs> I just got to, you know, I got to poke fun at it. I got to poke fun at Mr. Double Plastic. Richard, you know. <laughs> You know why? I call, you know another reason why I figured out to call him Mister Double Plastic, because he's fake on both ends. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I called it. Rose. Look at that. Just I intertwine everything with him. So you're a beast. At that. Once the documentary comes, you're finished. Your career is finished. 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 You're done. Curly. Done. No, he's disappointed. Curly. Pippin Curly. It's back. Uh, the Killer Ray Fuck Love number thirty one twenty one thousand copies. Uh, Lil Nas X Montero, number 36, 19,000 copies. This Hollywood's Bleeding Post Malone album has been on here for years. Yeah. Uh, number 37, 19,000. Who the fuck is listening to this album? Possible Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, uh, number 38 with 18,000 copies. Still here. Uh, shout out to Possible. Possible. Lil Baby My Turn, number 45, 17,000 copies. Kanye West Donda, number 49, 17,000 copies. Good numbers. Even Lil Baby's album still being here. Yeah, mine turned. Yeah, his, yeah. his is actually, besides Post Malone's, his might be the oldest album on here, besides Post Malone's, yeah. from what I, I can so. see. Besides these Christmas albums and the shit that's popping right, right, right now. Right. Yeah, because that's you know, pretty obvious. Yeah, these are. They're going to go all away right now. and Probably like in a week or two. Yeah, yeah. they'll be out. Done. Um, huh? Seasonal. 
Yeah, it's seasonal. But that's that's good. I mean, at the time, Mariah Carey literally is eating off of Christmas song. She recorded like 20, Every year, 25 she's, years she's making ago. like yeah. She's probably pounds. making, no, no. She's probably making at least a million minimum. Yeah, 100 you know, like, Oh, yeah. You ain't got to do shit. Every time Christmas comes, you make a million dollars like because of a song you recorded in 1990, whatever the fuck. 100%. Yeah, like, least, that's a great, that's residual income right there. Yeah, that's two million. <laughs> that's, a, yeah. that's a smart residual All income. World, yeah. Kevin O'Leary would say, I don't want my money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my money to sleep. I wanted to work for me all year. Uh, That's yeah. why he doesn't invest in seasonal businesses. He's like, what am I going to do for the rest of the eight months? Yeah. No, no, I get that. From music, though, that guy is so you know, awesome. it invokes. Yeah, no, I, I love that guy. I love that guy. No, his story is amazing, too. I bring him in to do an interview. One million percent. A thousand percent. A hundred oh, a million percent. percent. I would just shut up and listen. I swear. He's a beast. Man. His story is great. I've, I even like his interviews when he gets out of there. He's just very, very, very straightforward and tells you. Very that. disciplined yeah. investor. Yeah, like, <laughs> like the person would be like crying. I just give stage. a fuck. You know, my mom had cancer and my dad just died, and my, my kids. Well, it's a cruel world. He's like, well, let's look at the numbers. All right, this yeah. is not a, this is not the charity tank. This is the <laughs> Jesus. Tank. Damn. Yeah. No, there's been a few times he's cried. <laughs> it's not. You're Kevin, bro. There's been a few oh. times. No, it's oh, been yeah, a few yeah. times. I, I've seen it. I've seen yeah, it. He's, yeah, he's, he teared up. And he, he was like, the, when no, it's, he when cried, it's talking about his dad, because his dad is a very sentimental part. When people talk about his dad or like their dads and what they've gone through. He then starts to get emotional. That's how you can pull out his. Okay, strength. but he gets emotional, but he just still doesn't that's a good act. Trick, you know? Yeah, that's it's true. like take this idea, go behind the barn and shoot it. He's like, yeah. he's like, as he's wiping his tears. <laughs> yeah, you know, like, that's true. Yeah, he doesn't. Right. Act. He's, not, he's not a monster. Okay, yeah, yeah he is. In terms of, <laughs> nah, he's a beast, bro. I think I think I love him, man. Yeah, he keeps beast. it one hundred. You got to keep it YG one hundred or. Fall hundred. Yeah, he keep it five hundred. I mean, he would tell Mariah Carey. Actually, what do you do a deal with Mariah Carey for a season? You think? I mean, it's smart. It's Mariah Carey, bro. If it's guaranteed money for the next 30, 40 years. For one month? For one month. But here's the thing. Two million dollars? And that's the thing. You don't have to spend money to promote that song. Like, you're not spending any money. Yeah. It's literally just Christmas comes up. Boom, boom, boom. Streams get piled up. Money comes in. Check comes in. Two million dollars. Come on, man. That's the thing. Sometimes seasonal things aren't that bad. It just, it depends on how much you're putting into it every time. She recorded that song in fucking 1990-something, 1996 or something. So... All that time, every time Christmas comes, bro, you're making money off of it. I would definitely do that. All Almost these people are rocking around the Christmas tree. All these all these guys are dead. Some of these people aren't even alive, or their families are eating off this. Labels yeah. are probably eating off it too. They're happy as hell. So hell good, yeah. good, you know, good uh Ain't nothing wrong with that. Yeah. I'll do one for every season though. Because America every month or something. <laughs> so. be like, I'll take that back. I'll take that back. <laughs> I'll make a song for every season. What man. you got for seasonal? Yeah, so all right, that's it for this episode of Diverse Mentality Podcast, Podcast number 105. 105. Um, 105. Man, tell them when we open up these presents, man. Oh, the PS5 giveaway. Yeah, uh, no, we're just setting up the website. That's all. We're, I contacted my website designer. He's setting it up. Um, once we get the website set up, we'll tell you guys the instructions of what to do. Like I said before, most of you guys have already done this if you're watching the podcast. It has a lot to do with the podcast. So, um, And then check out our Patreon, Patreon forward slash Diverse Mentality. Uh, we got three different tiers. Exclusive content, Discord community, uncut videos, all kinds of stuff. So check it out, patreon.com forward slash diverse mentality. Stream us on Spotify, Deezer, Pocket Cast, all these streaming platforms. We appreciate it. Everything. And stay safe, guys, because we love you. Yeah, this COVID thing ain't. Ain't, ain't no joke. Yeah. <laughs> Peace. Peace.